appropriate agenda. I want to be conspiracy. Worry about those that do. Well, because it's harming the country. That's going on with I was at the store. I went to the Verizon store yesterday because I my cell phone broke. Oh. And uh, I was I went in there. And uh, first off, the the guy was like, well, your family, because I've been on my parents' uh, family plan uh, as an adult, they were like, oh, it costs this, uh, but you're, you know, your mom has to okay you getting a new phone. So yeah. I went and I talked to my mom and she was like, actually, you have to get off the plan and start a new plan. And I was like, sick. So I went <laughs> back to the store and I was like, I'm going to start a new plan, get a new phone. And the guy was like, sure. But um, so the one thing that does have to happen if you want to keep your number is... There's this number that we have, and your mom has to call up and say, I relinquish liability of this number to the person on the phone, and then you have to call that number and say, I accept liability of this number. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he was like, yeah. And this was in the back alley behind the Verizon No, this store? was in a Verizon store. And he was like, he was <laughs> he like, had his yeah. pants on? He's like, yeah. And this is just, and he was like, he was like, yeah, this is, uh, this is standard procedure. Um, it's standard called, procedure. he's like, he's like, it's called the liability department um, of Verizon. They're a standalone department, and this is all that they do. And, and I was like, you mean there is a department of Verizon that has a ritualistic acceptance and relinquish, the, the, the term they use is relinquishing of liability. Yeah. And that's all they handle, and you've never questioned. And this. you need and to pronounce like, it like Michael Scott. Like I relinquish responsibility. The guy was like, the guy was like, no, I guess I haven't. And I was like, can you just do this though? And he was like, no, I can't. And so my mom called up the number, and she was like, they're not even giving me an an option to relinquish. It's only take responsibility. <laughs> and so I called the number, and that was right. And I was like, so what do we do here? And the guy was like, I don't know. I've never actually called the number. And I was like. What do you mean? He's like, yeah, I just tell people about it, and then they leave, and I never see him again. (laughs) I was in the Verizon store for an hour and a half talking to this guy, and I was just like, you don't talk about this? You don't ask anybody about this strange department here? And he was just like, nah, man, I just like, it's just kind of, it's this thing. I just like, don't sell phones. (laughs) And I was just... It's like, seems like a guy, that's what you tell people the first day at the Verizon store. They're like, Jerry's first day, let's let's tell him. You tell him to call the the the, the, the fraud department about and do the relinquish thing, and he never got the memo on it. Well, now I'm just thinking just that like, it's, it's like just a, a guy in a room is just taking a call, like, yeah, okay, <laughs> takes the next call, okay, but and, like doesn't <laughs> enter info anywhere. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> excuse me. Can you say that again? Okay. <laughs> I'm just thinking of this. Like, That's great. This secret society, though, within Verizon, who has to do this Bohemian Grove procedure for God knows what reason. Yeah. And like. It's actually more, you know, in that movie Wanted, the guys have the big loom. The, yes, the, the, exactly. It's, it's that. That's what I was thinking. And I was, but then I was thinking, like, what specifically had to happen that this department was made? Like, yeah, so yeah. you know that it stems from one legal precedence at one time where somebody stole another person's number and murdered somebody with it. Sure. Or something. So yeah. I, I think I know what it's for, which is that Frame. like SIM swapping is a big problem. Where like if you know if you do like two factor authentication and you're like text me the code. Yeah. Um, that's super bad. You should always use an app because there's this thing where like. If somebody in another country or random part of the world like or is just like, hey, like my number is this, and then give them your number, and just as, are like convincing enough to people at like any Verizon store or AT and T store, or whatever, that person might be like, oh no, this guy lost their phone. Put your SIM card, like give them your number, yeah, and then your phone will just suddenly stop working, and they'll just have your number. Yeah, 
Um, and so, then they can verify. Yeah, and then they can just like, verify your shit. And it seems like that would be insane. Like they would just like not believe you. But like, so that's what it sounded to me like. They were like, "Okay, is this guy like trying to steal somebody else's number?" But like, I don't understand what the phone call really. I, I mean, did, maybe it, maybe it shows it was comp- very ritualistic in the sense of like it gave me big secret society vibes. Now, I like it. What I really want to do is infiltrate Verizon and figure. <laughs> oh, also when I walked in, the first thing the guy couldn't talk to me because the phone rang and he picked it up and he was like, "Hello, hello, huh?" Robo calls, man, and I was like, "You work at Verizon? <laughs> Why are you getting robo calls? Why haven't you guys figured this out?" Man, I very fucking, odd time. I get so many like so many fucking robo calls. Fucking worst. Yeah. And then I turned off. I, I switched the setting on my phone that was like said basically if I, this, if you're not in my contacts, just auto send a voicemail. Like don't even take the call. Yeah, it was blissful for so long. And then I had a mattress that was supposed to be delivered. And then they kept calling me. And I was like, this mattress is not being delivered. <laughs> and then uh, later I realized, finally I saw that I had like eight missed voicemails. And they were like, it's like back in the, we've been trying to deliver your mattress like <laughs> for, for a, a month. month. Yeah. And I was like, you didn't like think to email me or, or text me or show the status on the website. They're like, we only know how to call. <laughs> Damn. Dumb. You can introduce us. Yeah, right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Welcome to the meeting. We're conspiracy. We're back. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Did you miss us? Has it been a while? Or is our audience just like having a little freak out? Like, <laughs> yeah, let's gaslight. Let's them. gaslight our audience. <laughs> yes. After this high energy opener. <laughs> I don't know. It was high energy for me. No, yours was great because I and was then someone came power. in and stunk it up with a mattress story. <laughs> you guys didn't like my mattress story, <laughs> guys. My mattress was. Delayed. I did. I did almost. <laughs> I was sleeping. I was sleeping on the floor for weeks. I did almost ask. Well, he was like, "Oh, I get so many robocalls." It's like, is this what we're going to talk about? <laughs> this is a Jerry Seinfeld stand-up bit. <laughs> Introduce Joe. Oh yeah, yeah. Over there, it's Joe's. Uh, we're the we're the conspiracy. Welcome to the meeting for another week. Uh, you can email us at the meeting with conspiracy gmail dot com. Uh, over, stop whipping your hand like that, Eric. I'm moving as fast as I can. Over there, it's Joe Zoller. Hey, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I'm back. <laughs> I'm back, and I'm bigger than ever. He's wearing a blue button down in Dockers, never before seen. They're polos. They're Dockers now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Stretch, stretch, stretch it out. Mm-hmm. Eric's giving uh, us directions. Yeah. And next to Eric, <laughs> next to uh, Joe, it's a uh, Romy Sklar. Hey everybody, let's get it going. <laughs> Hit me with the content. I'll fire it back. I'm excited, baby. This is good. Yeah. Love, love, oh, love radio, Romy. Oh, we are just gonna hit you with some knowledge, some fun facts, some fun jokes, a little bit of banter, anything you need. Anything you need, a little ASMR. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> oh my God, what's happening today, guys? I took a couple uh, uh, unlabeled pills yeah, <laughs> before <laughs> the show. <laughs> and then uh, off to my right, it's Eric Ray. Hey, thanks for having me, Jack. <laughs> Eric is transfixed at the computer screen. You gotta hide the screen, otherwise. We, no, we, I like. We look I like stop using such an interesting visualizer. It's Boom. it's Ableton. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, you're you're playing with the sound waves. Oh, I thought Jake, you were doing a Chet Hanks. I thought we I thought we agreed. I thought we agreed <laughs> we weren't going to mention Ableton or other brands unless they paid us for a sponsorship. Well, thing I as I very I've 
I've only just begun paying Ableton, I think. I you fucking dork. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm... Are you kidding me? You crack Ableton like a normal person. I would have sold you one. I, of, I, I have Ableton. I'd, I would have sold you one of mine. I had cracked Ableton for a decade, you know? But and you wanted that 11 bump? I needed a I needed an Ableton that wouldn't crash and have a bunch of audio artifacts every time we recorded an episode. Yeah, that's fair. So it's almost and like, I'm Jake Ediger, proud Ableton owner. Yeah. You know what? Don't don't be <laughs> don't be ashamed for paying for software you use frequently. All I right. use it I use it for a long time. I made money <laughs> off of it and didn't pay it back. You built Ableton, right, Jake? So some I'm of the very royalties, Swedish. Some of the royalties go back to you. Is yes. Ableton a Swedish thing? Of course it is. Oh, yeah. my God. All those Swedish. They're so good. They're so, so good at so everything good. related to music and, and technology. The intersection of music and technology. Yes, I was, yeah. was going to say that, but Romy cut me off. Power Claw. The That's what they talk about. It's like oh, the, the the three note shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank, thank God for Swedish producers yeah. Yeah. defining our pop culture. We can thank aesthetic. ABBA. We can thank ABBA. Yeah. Yeah. I think, what do you think about ABBA, Romy? Um, do you think it's ABBA? Do you think it's a palindrome? I, I would say ABBA. What do you think it stands for? Uh, all babies. You really think it's all babies? I want your serious answer here. What do you think ABBA stands for? You know Sweden only thinks about Swedish babies. Um, um, uh, <laughs> Americans, big, beautiful asses. I don't think that was. I don't think that's your honestly what you thought. All time best band, amazing. It's almost broke but affordable. <laughs> yes, Eric. What do you think of Abba? Uh, I don't give a shit. No, Dancing Queen. I've never been attracted particularly to Abba's music. Xanadu. No, I'm aware of it, but I've, I've never been like they yes, Abba. I'm like, oh, this is on. Abba's yeah. kind of like to me. There's some types of music that's. It's amazing when it's setting the vibe that it was meant to set. Yeah. But but like if I'm just walking down the street and I have headphones in and I want to hear music I like, like mm-hmm. it it somehow just is very thin and it doesn't like satisfy me. But if I'm walking through like like if I'm at a party and it like comes on, it's the right vibe of things. I'm just like, hey, it's setting the mood. Like it just it is what it is. It always so struck wait. me as tacky. Yeah, I don't know. It's like tacky pop. It's the flowered wallpaper of music. I agree, but I could, but I could also, I could also say, say it's the seventies. You're going into Studio Fifty Four, whatever. You're high as shit off coke. (laughs) and you walk in and there's laser lights and all sorts of stuff, and people are dancing, and Dance Queen comes on, and there's that harp, uh, the high voice, and like, oh, and you think that you're God. Yeah, for what, a second. What year did um, Herbie Hancock uh, release that? Kick it. Boop, boop. It's like late seventies. Oh, yeah. That's what I want to hear when I walk in the studio. Well, <laughs> I hear fucking ABBA. I'm like, I thought this club was supposed to be cool. This is like mm-hmm. garbage. Uh, what's it called? Music. Uh, big boat. Big boat for uh, yacht rock. For, yeah, no, no, bigger boat. Bigger boat. Steamliner. It's like oh. this boring ass cruise dance music. Uh, I mean, about, but uh, is that just a product of that's where it is now? Like we've well, been that's, hearing that's, it our entire lives. But that's lives? because that's because that's where people who were cool then are now hanging out on Those cruise lines. Those people are never fucking cool. I think that's a bold assumption. Those I people don't know. are never cool, Joe. <laughs> you know who's cool? Early parrot heads. People who are just like gross and hanging out in Key West in the mid eighties. <laughs> they were fucking dope. Do you think there's do you think there's parrot heads, uh parrot heads being, you know, uh, big fans of Jimmy Buffett? Do you think there are like parrot head truists who are just like 
pissed because Jimmy Buffett like sold out. You know who's like, like that? There's is, too many Margaritavilles now. Who's so, like that is what, David Allen Coe because they keep buying it. Huh? David Allen Coe. <laughs> David Allen Coe used to live and like make oh the same like. But this is like even before he was outlaw a little bit. He used to live in Key West and make like grimy bar music that was vaguely nautical themed. And um, then Jimmy Buffett blew the fuck up using that imagery. And he was like, man, fuck Jimmy Buffett. And to this day, David Allen Coe. David Allen Coe used to make. Ever hear the song Fish Ain't Biting Today from no. Compass Point? I, I think that's the latest. Fish Ain't Biting Today. The, that's imagine a great being, song. Imagine man. being like. How dare he steal my unique thing? Singing vague, vague songs about like drinks and yeah. the beach. First of all, think, even in singing his... the four p.m. daydreams of a of a uh, <laughs> absentee father. Romy, <laughs> even though David Allen Coe has not been able to stand up and play music for fifteen years, he could still kick your fucking ass. Yeah. <laughs> so watch your goddamn mouth. I don't know if he's also been able to not say disparaging things about other people of other races. Yeah, man, he was in a white supremacist <laughs> biker gang. Yeah. He could fucking beat. Yeah, he's in the outlaws. David Allen Coe is a white supremacist. Yes. Name. Yeah, it's a I three. Think, it's I a, think that. Da, 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 yeah. Yeah. A serial good. Be, the best serial killers have uh, three first names. Uh, John Wayne Gacy. Gacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that the only example? Um, maybe. David Lee Roth. Yeah. yeah. Another one. Serial killer and white supremacist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like yeah, white supremacists have a hard like three name three name rule for except for David Duke. Sure. David P. Duke. <laughs> David Sweet Duke. <laughs> Baby, sweet David Duke. white supremacist Duke. Yeah, David. <laughs> they should have seen it coming as a child. <laughs> David the Count. Duke. I'm yeah. David Duke, but you can call me white supremacist <laughs> Duke. Yeah, sir. That we are. This is your deposition. Oh, <laughs> well, guys, we can't prejudge this child. Uh, he Eric, could turn out to be anything. Eric and Romy, I've been meaning to ask you. You know, uh, with everything going on in the news, great replacement theory. It's been it's been around there, what, what? and you get and and you know who's at the head of the great replacement? Who's who's driving this? Zog, baby. The Jews. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No. So I'm, what do you? Why are you guys doing it? It feels so weird because I remember being like really into Louis Thoreau documentaries about like Alex Jones in the mid two thousands. Yeah, remember all those Louis documentaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then like what was it, 10 years or 15 years after those were made, all of a sudden my mom was like, what? Who's Alex Jones? He seems wacky. I'm like, how is all this weird niche nonsense? And the great replacement theory is like that. I remember like, that's the kind of shit like Louis Thoreau made documentaries on. And now it's just like mainstream. Like I wish I I knew about cool bands before they were cool rather than just like fringe right wing theories. Extremism, yeah. Well, so what's the great replacement? Just that overall they're trying to replace the white people with. Yeah, it's just like a general term for demographic change. It is, yeah. Oh, you mean just, yeah. Well, it's the browning of America. Specifically, the great replacement theory is specifically that there is a calculated effort yes. by the elites code word juice yeah, yeah. Uh, it's interesting how the word cabal is pretty much exclusively used for evil even <laughs> or magician yeah. oh, very well, specific say, to hebrew I, I only i only ever hear <laughs> cabal <laughs> describing uh, a group of jews controlling the world and for nefarious purposes or magicians <laughs> <laughs> Rich. Magician is accurate there's a lot of uh, short loser jews who learn magic <laughs> Eric, can right at you, Romy. Yeah, Eric, <laughs> don't tell my secrets, Eric. 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 Romy works at 
What was the who, the um, other person they would they're so, pushing I mean, the great I do replacement have some experience. Marjorie Taylor. The, one thing about well, the way the great replacement theory works is like I feel like comfortable telling it to you guys. It's like <laughs> so my my like the fan like the the house that I grew up. Why in. Why do you want to replace me? Well, no, no, I I did no, no. I'm saying the house that I grew up in. There used to be like a a, a, a Protestant family that lived there. But then uh, my dad swapped out with his dad, and then so they had a different dad, and they were like confused, but they didn't know what to do. And then my mom swapped out with his mom, and then they had new parents, and then we were in. And then they swapped out the kids, and then I came in, you know, came in last, and it's like that. We just like they're like we live here now, and the other people are gone. You're like mo- or was it mockingbirds yeah. or cuckoo birds? What is yeah. that? Yeah, <laughs> like a changeling family. What, you know yeah. that bird that because they come in, they knock out the other babies and let some other babies. Yeah, yeah. Some other, so I, but I was like, I don't, I don't know like a lot of the early stuff, but I was like, I just know that like I sort of came in and then like took somebody's place. Hmm. Um, and a lot of the neighbors were interesting, like, interesting move. Is that what the Torah is? Yeah. <laughs> is that what the Israeli-Palestine conflict is? Is that just? Is that? I mean, I know I studied as growing up Catholic. We did spend a lot of time understanding the religion and how it fits in in a historical context but was that just a lie was that like a toss-off the real Torah is just a script on the great replacement <laughs> well so what, what what put this into the, like i've noticed a, a more stuff on twitter just being like the, i'm just saying like great replacement theory is ridiculous and bad which obviously it is but uh why are people talking about it now was it just talking uh, about the, the the christchurch shooter and then the guy who shot uh, okay. up buffalo both like directly uh, cited yeah, it yeah 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 i haven't read and tucker carlson's been going yet. hard on it for a while well it's Forever. one of those things it's one of those things that it's like it's 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 been out there for a long time and once it becomes a uh political sticking point that people are like oh we can mention this and it's gonna like get hits yeah but this has been yeah. like a relatively mainstream GOP talking point for years. It just didn't have like just without you, the, you don't now, the semitism. Yeah, yeah now MSNBC can be like, oh, it's specifically from the alt right. But like the idea that conservatives have been scared about demographic change and been very open. Like Peter King, who pre- represented for Iowa for like twenty something yeah. years, talked about this constantly. Yeah. They they couch it in they couch it and you know I'm not an expert, but they they seem to couch it. The GOP couches it in. Uh, uh, Manipulating the electorate rather than yes. rather than a a Zionist yeah <laughs> like correct yeah cabal. Well, well it's like it's, like yeah fucking nerd but you were talking about racist. like you're talking about stuff that you saw like years ago that you're like how is this mainstream now like I feel like Tucker Tucker Carlson is that way for me Tucker Carlson, like I remember yeah. John Stewart dunking on him. Yeah. In like the early two thousand, there was the Paul when he wore, Begala show he used with to wore a bow tie, bow tie yeah, and well, he was like a, a fucking yeah. joke. And yeah, he had a show with Paul Begala. Do you know why that? Yeah, why that show was approved is because uh, Tucker Carlson was noticeably more attractive than the liberal. And that's like a fun thing Fox News uses is anytime they have like a liberal on, they either need them to be incompetent so they'll invite college students or they'll find someone who's like somewhat competent but just unattractive. <laughs> yeah, and they'll put them. And whether or not people want to admit it. You're more likely you're to just listen biased to attractive. For sure. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Well, I will say that's also like, I don't know. I'm, so I'm, that's why that guy got cu- cast with Tucker Carlson. The yeah. other side of that, and I will <laughs> yeah, say, amazing. is like, I, know. I don't know. Fox I, so smart. <laughs> I caught, I caught uh, some of MSNBC the other day at my parents' house. And just like the people the the people that they bring on from the right to like defend points on MSNBC is just wild. <laughs> it's just like they, they bring up anybody who's just going to be like, well, isn't that bad? Isn't everything that you're saying bad? And they're just like... 
Yes. <laughs> a little like, bit. Man, you're such a fucking idiot. Thanks for coming on this show. That was such a really great... You just dunk on slime us. Yeah. There was something... <laughs> there was like a pretend... Uh, there was like a pretend... I think this was an era where there was like... At least we pretended to be bipartisan in shows. So there'd be like Hannity and Combs too. Where like That was the other one. Yeah, skipping, are, it was Sean Hannity who just looks like... Uh, it's just like... Also, all the Fox News ones were just like... Ex football player, yeah, and then like <laughs> nerdy liberal skinny. I play tight end at William and Mary. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so just handy. I Combs. teach economics, and, and, and Combs, <laughs> Combs was just the biggest <laughs> pushover. Brandeis. <laughs> well, it's like they had it's at like the South Park bit where they're like, and now for like to talk about this is like is like the head of the bank and an aging liberal douche. <laughs> um. Well, apparently that's because I was just reading this book called This Is Not Propaganda, which is about a guy who used to work in Russian television. He was explaining like the Russians are really in Fox News. And that's like now if you look on Russian TV, <laughs> any of like the detractors were ugly and all the pro Kremlin people were yeah. like really hot. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, yeah, they got that from Roger Ailes. Well, what is that's it? RT, RT News. That's got to suck is... if you're like. You got invited on the show. It's it's awesome. Like you get a big primetime spot. Awesome. Cool. 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 And then you like get on the air and you're like, oh no, I'm the other guy. Oh no. Damn. But like, I keep getting called to so many gigs. Like RT News is now getting bigger over here too, which is the Russia Today News. Didn't which it is get the banned? Fox so of, weird. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which but is very odd. It's not even Fox. It's anything contrarian. Yeah. Give- there was there was a weird because the. Hasn't been going for a long time, but there's a podcast we, you and I used to listen to, Roundtable of Gentlemen, yes. right? Um, and there was a comedian that would come on there, and he was producing content for RT, like America, like RT America. Yeah. It was just like a it was like a new. I don't wow. remember that guy's name, but it was, yeah. he was associated with that group of comedians. Yeah. I'm like. They love. Why Lef- would you make a comedy show for? Yeah, for Russia, for Russian Fox News, unless it's oh bad and they find that funny. <laughs> Which I think is the case. Mm-hmm. What do you think Russian comedy is like? I don't think Dad, it's one sore. of our parents or one of our parents, one of our friends, <laughs> one of my many parents, one of our friends' dads was on Russian SNL or Soviet SNL. Really? Yeah, the only person who it could possibly be. Yeah, but my, yeah, their dad was on uh, Soviet SNL. My exposure to Russian Soviet like media live. is two, is two things. There's the Night Watch t- movies, which is a like. Which is like vampires meets the Matrix. Okay. Um, and there's Night Watch and Day Watch. Good time when you're, you know, when I was 13 when I found them. Very cool. Um, and then the other piece of Russian, uh, you know, uh, media is this short story I read in school, uh, which was about a guy who just like, he needs a new coat. And he, <laughs> wait, know, wait, wait. He has to save up for like, Three years to I buy a new story. coat, and then he like loses his coat. It's well, I was gonna say, yeah, I was it's gonna say a the Google. Moral. Is that the Google story? The <laughs> yeah, jacket. Like yeah, I, I, so. I read. A bu- yeah, I read a bunch of those. There's the. Have you read the nose? No. Okay, I got it. No, he, I just have. I just have coat okay. and night watch. So that he wrote some fucking weird ass stories, and one of them was called the nose. Okay. Um, I guess he's big on people losing them. It's just. It starts off. It's just this guy. And he wakes up and he just like doesn't have a nose. And then he's like, I got a I got a haircut yesterday. The barber must have like sliced off my nose and then like hit it because he was embarrassed. <laughs> and every and so he's like hiding his face. And then the barber wakes up and he's like, I got a fucking nose. I got I must have cut this guy's nose off. But if somebody catches with it, like I'm catches me with it, I'm gonna be arrested. So he tries to like go to the river and like ditch the nose. But then a police officer comes. And then the next day, the guy's like looking for his nose. 
and he sees that at the ministry in like Russia, like a couple ranks ahead of him, his nose is like a, like an esteemed minister now. And he's like, <laughs> and he goes up to him. He's like, Hey, you're my nose. And the guy's like, don't talk to me. I'm like above you. <laughs> and what's this whole what's the lesson there? I fucking, um, it's, it's fucking weird. <laughs> Don't there's, trust your fucking barber. <laughs> it's like, um, there's no like, and there's no like pithy resolution. It kind of ends in the story. There's just a little thing at the end where he goes, and you know, um, it's like the, in the author's voice, like, and you know, things are like, things are sometimes like that sometimes like you know uh just you know it doesn't now that i say the story out loud it does feel like probably unrealistic like how big was the nose like and how did it work and how did nobody notice but you know that's just how life is sounds like it sounds like it sounds like a like a like a like a like a bad creepypasta yeah on like reddit (laughs) It's got all of the pieces of like the emperor's new clothes, or, or like one of those with none of the the circular nature, or like or like the closeness. It's like being it's it's like being gaslit as a as a short story. Yeah, it's it's like if I it's it's like writing a a piece just about like oh I got this I got these new pants and this and it's like and what does that mean about the nature of everything? Huh? Well, <laughs> probably yeah, nothing. I, I probably anyway. don't even remember the pants. <laughs> There's a lot of. The, I, I I like I there's a lot of just like fun stuff in it though of just like him worrying about uh he's like oh my god I just got this new girlfriend and she's gonna think I'm ugly so I gotta hold this like pretend I'm sneezing um but they, they just like it's so long where it's just like <laughs> could have been a 90s comedy you know, yeah the other week, <laughs> it could have been <laughs> the other week I watched this Soviet romantic comedy that was actually like pretty decent it was I forget what it was called but it was um the idea was, you know, the how, death of my father. <laughs> it was the funniest movie in Russia, uh, <laughs> written by Dostoevsky's ghost. Yeah, but you know how like every single city in Russia was built in some like uh, urban planning department yeah, in Moscow, like industrial capacity, and they just like placed them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The premise was this guy got really, really drunk uh, when, in Russia. Yeah, uh, on New Year's, which is like Russian Christmas. Because obviously, you know, no Christ stuff in Soviet Union. Yeah, yeah. But it's not um, like the American news. Yeah, it's like a really big deal. Yeah. Um, and he got drunk and he tried to go back to his apartment, but he accidentally uh, got on a plane from Moscow to St. Petersburg. Okay. But he gets off and he assumes like, oh, I, I guess I'm uh, I'm still in uh, Moscow or whatever. And he goes to uh, his apartment because all the street signs are the same. Everything is the same. It looks oh. exactly like it. And then it's just some random woman's apartment. It ends up being like a neat cute. But it starts with a woman entering her apartment. And there's a drunk man there. And we're like, you need to leave. He's like, this is my apartment, you bitch. Like, get out. And then does does he ever uh, discover that, that it's a meat cute? Yeah, <laughs> you know how our nation, just like the, 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 the assumption for the viewers, you know how our nation is just like super depressing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was the thing. It was like a, interesting... It showed the way like Soviet dissident artists could be dissidents. Yeah, oh, is they I were see. like, this is a deep held criticism of the Soviet system, but it's cloaked in like, even the opening montage. Like, isn't it great? In uh, Russia, you never actually feel like uh, you never get homesick because everything's the same. Yeah, yeah, that's literally yeah, the opening yeah. line. Um, yeah. So, does he ever discover that he's in the different city, or is he just never looking at? I paper? think he eventually sobers up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. she, she pours the rest of like the cooking wine down the fridge. Yeah, the sherry. Yeah. I wish. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a real problem with like all this 
this heightened security post 9-11 is like you can't stumble onto a plane <laughs> drunk you can't stumble drunk onto a plane and believably end up in another city without noticing anymore you know like are you gonna accidentally do your security check accidentally buy your tickets accidentally get tsa pre it doesn't happen i don't know i, I might have i talked about this on here before but i had an idea for a, a business <laughs> where you would you would pay it's you get a random ticket somewhere. Great. You you pack you pack across the swath of whatever you might need going like a couple of different places, and you get a random ticket somewhere. And like one out of ten times, or one out of like twenty times, it's Tokyo. And more often than not, it's like Des Moines. But you won't, <laughs> <laughs> but you won't know until you get to the gate. But there's just no way that you could feasibly do that. Like these days, like you can never surprise somebody with a ticket. Because and be like, hey, this is where we're going. Because you'd have to be like, oh, here's your boarding pass. <laughs> we're going here. We're going. And this here, is why here. your relationships fail, Joe. Because you, you don't have spontaneity. Yeah, that's. Thank you, thank <laughs> you. I have, you know, they do. I mean, I've had a tough time maintaining a long term relationship, unlike most of the men in this room. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, the podcast is canceled. <laughs> Joe's been too hurtful. <laughs> Joe has been devastatingly accurate in his criticism of us, and uh, the show's coming to an end. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess fuck, man. <laughs> can, we, can we cut Joe's mic? Yeah, no, it's, it hasn't been on. Can we, can we, end, Joe's, can we end Joe's relationship? <laughs> no. You can uh, try. It's rock solid. It's so, fucking, it's so fucking solid. Hey, that yeah. takes work. <laughs> I keep on leaving used condoms in Joe's car. But he just keeps on finding them before uh, his girlfriend does and sucking all the cum out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and now I know what you're saying. Joe, just throw it away. <laughs> but that wouldn't be, that wouldn't be maintaining truth oh. to my Catholic upbringing. <laughs> In which all life is sacred and must be ingested. <laughs> just Joe gets in his trash pile of a car. Just, wow, another tree. What the? Hot Eric. God damn. Why can't we find some nice Now ladies? she's only going to find used condoms with no cum in them. Aw, <laughs> oh, man. Covered in my spit. Yeah. Aw, oh, man. This trash got on this nice condom. <laughs> I, I could fully believe that Simi could Nobody get in your car, find, find a got him filled with cum yeah. and still just be like all right so yeah, we're yeah all right well, this we i gotta get to bridge <laughs> well i just be like you know i just be like you know sometimes it feels different <laughs> it's like a, it's like a it's like but a nice you change you couldn't find any babe you don't want my athlete's car. foot getting on my dick do you <laughs> then i'll give that jock itch to you I, what if I was just spreading this wherever? Somebody could steal it, and then now we have a kid. <laughs> You're not ready to be a mother, babe. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, oh God. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of uh, of Simi, Sar at, uh, at Blackheart. I worked so hard not to say her name. I guess no, it's we okay say her we name say all the time. Yeah. You called her a pig a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, she ago. got real upset. Yeah, you called yeah, her a class. She hit me. Yeah, she did. She's uh, violent. Yeah. She's uh, hard to live with. Porch fest, she got though. shut down. Oh, yeah. We got, yeah, we had a... Uh, the guy for, died. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, yeah, I think that might be the actual, uh, you know, story there. But uh, the real Somebody story for me... Somebody died at Porch Fest? No. No, 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 no. Uh, we, we had uh, thank you first off, everybody who came out to Porch Fest, made it very successful. Mm-hmm. These three here. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't come. I came, but I came late, but I supported but, uh, the party. But there was... Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, we 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 were rocking, and we had probably like three hundred people out there. Yeah, uh, and 
and like the street that we were on around the corner uh, uh, of a street that's kind of a, a throughway behind Davis Square and all the people blocked it and there must have been an emergency because multiple EMS vehicles tried to get down and they could not. And then the cops came and were like, yeah, you guys have to shut down immediately. This is public safety. And I was like, all right, we'll play another song and we'll shut down. <laughs> Because, you know, as much as, uh, you know, I am the bad boy of rock and roll, uh, I also understand that civil service is, it can be tough. You're not always the good guy. And uh, especially in a situation like that, things can get ugly. So I was like. You repeatedly thank the police. Yeah. Well, you know, I, not thanked. It's weird that you started the show thanking the police. Yeah. Well, again, civil service is not for everybody. And for those who do it, thank you. You didn't say civil service. You said the police. Yeah. Um, civil servants. Uh, just because I kiss their feet doesn't mean that I like them. What was it you said after one song? You were like, it was like, what's so wrong with bootlicking? Yeah. Well, no, it's it's there's there's <laughs> nothing wrong with being blue. That's that's what <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. That's um, it's no, being but, red, huh? I yeah. see some of you pinkos with nose <laughs> rings, and some of you are boys too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but it was a good time. I did. I will say that right before we did get shut down, I did scream, uh, we're going to go all night. And then I said, we're going to shut this place down. And then we're going to shut the city of Somerville down. <laughs> <laughs> and then that was like two And then you get shut down. Yeah, yeah. And then our drummer was almost trying to fight him, which was yeah, awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, man, I, yeah, it was a great night. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry I called the cops on that party, man. No, I here. Can I tell you a secret? I was the inside man. Right, I called yeah. the cops in the party. I said, "There's oh, weed yeah. here. You guys got to get down here." I, I said, never mind. I, said, I got confused. I I just called somebody and acknowledged my number. <laughs> first off, <laughs> I, I relinquished. Uh, first off, I called my mom and I said, "Mom, get down here. There's weed. It's scary." And then <laughs> I called the cops and told them more or less the same thing. Also calling them mom. Accident. Yeah. Yeah. They get that a lot. It's like when you call your teacher mom. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Which I still do. Yeah. So my teacher doesn't hit me with a stick. <laughs> mm-hmm. Somerville cops. They got those bright yellow uh, outfits. Halogen vests. Yeah. Silly. So you can see them. You know, I keep, uh, I keep driving. Uh, my work takes me through Brookline a lot. Yeah. And I always drive by Netta, right. the dispensary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a cop there. Constantly, yeah. Like there's yeah, someone on like Brookline have Police you guys, Force that's like full time job is dang. guard for for the dispensary. Well, he's yeah. the cop that's always high, and they're just like yeah. <laughs> they're just like well, there have know. been a lot of um, pretty sophisticated weed fueled heists, <laughs> and <laughs> that never get done because <laughs> the guys sneak yeah. up in a cardboard box. Yeah, they've almost been like they're getting worried. They've 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 almost uh, gotten out of the getaway car to like start it. <laughs> I do love that. Usually they see a car filled with smoke, like a van pulled with smoke, full up, and then they <laughs> sit there for like 30 minutes, and they hear arguing, yeah. and then they drive away. They psych themselves out. Yeah. Yeah. They drive away at 20 miles an hour. <laughs> they guided dog come out, and they're really hungry, and they're trying to solve mysteries. Um, <laughs> uh, I, that, that Netta is sweet. It's in an old bank. I haven't yeah. been in there. It's really? Very well, nice. It's pretty cool. cool. It's like well, I always see the cop, and I'm like, I'm not dealing with this. Yeah, that's fair. Because there's plenty of dispensaries where there isn't a cop. Yeah. It's yeah, also yeah. expensive. It's, it's legal, yeah. Jake. So is Ethos in Watertown. Okay. What's Ethos in Watertown? Oh, I bet you oh, don't even fucking burn down in public. Huh? I bet you don't even burn down in public. Smoke? Yeah. In public? Sometimes. Yeah. When I'm with you. He gets high. Yeah, I always get too high with Eric and I don't really. I think I probably smoke more than I do 
in the rest of my life in the, in the brief times that we spoke together. What yeah. are you, what are you implying? Nothing. Just hmm. that you smoke more than I do. For sure. But see me at this and point. And then maybe you'd be farther along in your life and in this relationship if you smoked less weed. My life was actually worse before I smoked weed, so how dare you? You scooching his mic, buddy? See me knows anytime that I'm with Eric at night that I'm probably gonna come home high because I know that when I'm out, I'm like, Yeah, of course I wanna have, get a little high <laughs> and then I'll take like three hits and be like, Well, of course that was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Like what was it? Friday was Joe, it Friday, Joe, Friday? Is the, Joe is the king of like one rip and then being like, I gotta head out, guys. <laughs> Friday Friday night. We we were all at uh Romy we were at Romy's show and afterwards uh I was like, Oh yeah, I'm down to go to a bar or something and then I took maybe two or three hits of Eric's stuff and everyone was like, So what are we doing? I was like, Oh, I gotta I should probably get home. I gotta <laughs> eat and sleep. Yeah, I gotta I gotta get home. I think the stuff I buy is weaker than the dispensary weed. That's and that's already yeah. Maybe. That, yeah. See, I'm the opposite of Joe. Like Joe's like takes a hit and he's like, I gotta get out of here. I don't wanna and I'm like, if I take a hit of this weed, I'm staying here for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I don't. It, it, when I was younger, it was a different game. Oh, but yeah. nowadays, yeah, like yeah. mixing, what, if I've been drinking and then I and it's a small amount of weed has a profound yes. effect. Yeah, I yeah. find they cancel each other out. Um, That's not. If you drink, yes. an, if you drink well, enough, enough alcohol and enough weed, then it's like nothing. It's not and that then you can drive. <laughs> it's like uh, weed gives you. If you smoke too much weed, it gives you anxiety, and if you drink too much, you get overly confident. But if you do both. You get both too drunk and too high. You really just stop caring. Okay. And I find it nice. I could just stand at a party and be like, I don't need to talk to anyone oh. here. See, I yeah. feel like... And I'm okay with like that. Weed gets me but so... I, but then I try to introduce people to you and you say that to their face. Uh, the other <laughs> day, say, someone... To to uh, I was really drunk and high and someone I didn't know tried to talk to me. And that ended quick because it didn't need to uh, go on. I don't know you. <laughs> Why are you talking to me? Why? I, I feel like any time like, that I'm, you that I'm super drunk or, or get drunk at a party and then I smoke weed, it's like uh, I never get anxiety when I smoke weed, but then all of a sudden I do if I'm at a party and I now can't even try and counteract that like acting weird because I'm, dr- I'm drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then like it's amplified so much and I'll say something like somebody will be like, do you want a beer? And I'll just be like, yeah, dude, you're hot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I like when you tell me that. It yeah, makes me I know. Feel good. I, listen, it's bringing truth to my friends of what I really think that I can't say when I'm not on these substances. <laughs> <laughs> Romy, ketamine. Oh God, ketamine. who's doing this therapeutic ketamine? Ketamine changed me? my life. I mean, so, we keep we keep talking about. Uh, we keep done... seeing these ads on Instagram of just like they look like antidepressant commercials, uh, but they're for ketamine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're for ketamine, and my only experiences with ketamine have been with people who who genuinely seem like they're constantly on ketamine, and like <laughs> like I've, I've heard of the K hole. That's the thing, right? I guess it sounds you do like enough. a nightmare. I don't know. I've only I've only I've only encountered it once, and it made me feel real woogity. Yeah, and not a cool rocket power type of way. Yeah, like squid. Uncom- it's a rave drug, way. though, right? I don't know. Maybe I like. I honestly, I don't. I don't. Like I said, I've only in, uh, dealt with it once, so I don't. I don't know what it's supposed to do. Yeah, I candy did. flip is acid and Molly, right? Yes, we got a candy flip sometime. <laughs> Isn't that supposed to? Aren't they supposed to like cancel each other out? 
Eric's all about drugs that cancel each other. <laughs> He's all about a net zero drug experience. Yeah. Um, uh, ooh. If you guys ever had the special case cereal, because man, is that crispy and is it surprisingly good? It's not though. What are you talking? Wait, about? Wait, what? Special case? No, it's not. not good cereal. Rummy, it's yeah. bad cereal. It's poor it's bad cereal. cereal. It's poor people's cereal. That's an insane fuck? opinion. Here, and you're the, then you're. I've not to bring it up. I've seen your house. It's nice. What are you doing eating Special K? <laughs> trying to trying to maintain. I haven't had Special K in a while, but the thing I remember about it. Yeah, are you making money now, son? <laughs> Regular Most, K for yeah. me. Getting paid. Getting paid. Yeah, they don't have Special K at Whole Foods Premium, but um, <laughs> I they uh, no. I do think I so I mix cereal. You got to mix cereal. No, no, you are not. What? What the fuck? What did you just say? You mix different types of cereal to get the perfect combination of textures, sweetness, flavors. If you have one cereal, you want to eat like plain Cheerios? Insane, psycho move. Cheerios with maybe a little special K with a sweet one with a little. You're mixing it up. That augments it. You get the texture, a little bit of that. What uh, kind of free time do you have? This is <laughs> Romy, you've said a lot of stuff that makes me uh upset before. <laughs> I don't know how to process this. Romy, you, you up, get multiple bland cereals. No, no, no. So that you can mix it together. Hey, pal, I know. Uh, you pal, have cereals sweet. boring. Cereals special K and tricks that are uh, and kicks just, that you've been soaked in water. Romy's yeah. just taking Perfect. careful by Oh, that was an you're, interesting You're bite. naming also, base Ro- cereals. Romy, Romy, just get Romy, just get raisin brain crunch. It's got all the stuff. Yeah, they make cereals that do that. So they've, in recent years, yes, what do you there have been some cereals. In like, recent years? In recent how years, old are you? Honey Bunches votes have been around forever. In recent years, they've been massive strategy in cereals technology. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, okay. So we, we, we got to get into this. But Honey Bunches votes, it's great. It does. It is built around that philosophy of different textures, and it's good. But if it's not... It still might not be the exact texture you want for that day. What? For the day you want to have. Cereal, <laughs> cereal if if the te- if cereal is not the texture that I want during my day, I throw it away and I don't think about it. I don't eat breakfast because I've been... Let me give you... Let me give also, you, a- you being like, oh, sometimes I want uh, Cheerios, but th- it's not sweet enough. That's why they have Honey Nut Cheerios. And I eat Honey Nut Cheerios. Do you mix them together? Sometimes, here's the oh. thing. I sometimes that's too sweet, so I gotta mix it with regular Cheerios. There are different types of cereals with different purposes, right? So like, no, like, no. you Crisp Sorry. Mix, Sorry. like Go a cereal, ahead. like Crisp Mix, a cereal that's definitely not around anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so like Crisp Mix, it's good, but it'll start I'll to get check. soggy faster. Or like, there's other cereals that are like, 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 uh, like shredded wheats that are gonna be robust. You can keep them in the bowl. How long They're are you having give... a bowl of cereal around? <laughs> If you make a big bowl, you got to think about these what things. What are you talking about? It's okay. soaking for longer. or And you pour in. The, there's a lot of value to be had in different combos. You get a little, like, you get some Cocoa Puffs, mix that, mix that with some, like, Special Pretty K or Crisp Picks, then m- maybe toss in a, f- a fucking wild card in there. I have this feeling, like, the, the, the thought that keeps coming to my head is it's the opposite of that meme where it's, it's, it's Anthony Mackie from the Winter Soldier series going... Yeah. He's out of line, but he's not wrong. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're not wrong, but you're so fucking out of line. Yeah. How? 
because I get what you're doing here. I understand what Don't you're doing. I get it. what he's doing. But the idea of buying multiple cereals so you can get up and craft different flavor texture journeys for your morning. You're still eating. I the resent same. it. Maybe you're still it's eating the same maybe. amount of cereal. If you have five cereals that you eat one fifth of each time about and you're mixing in the bowls. Maybe you don't use them all in each time. You might not want to mix like a fruity with a chocolate. What happens when you... You're still okay. eating the same amount of cereal. You, yeah, because you're, you're, exactly. you're going through you know cereal. That's, that's my point. You, you but just, you're going through cereal at different volumes. What happens when you have like a whole box of Cheerios? Like you haven't been incorporating your Cheerios Well, properly. that's a sign that you may want to reduce your Cheerios purchases and replace with a this better base. This is like... I feel like this, this is, is... so insane this is and like, you're helping him. I, no, no, no. I'll say, <laughs> I'll say... I get what you're saying, Jake, but this is like Lincoln Chafee running for president on the like thing where he's like, we have to change the metric system God, yeah sure so fucking the boring. metric is sure the metric system makes more sense and it might be right but who fucking cares dude <laughs> <laughs> this is oh, this is how we live we choose to live like this and no one is thinking along these lines but you joe it's big of you to admit that i'm right i appreciate it no it really <laughs> what are, what are you two doing Romy? this is insane guys you ever seen the movie 12 angry men this is what's happening right do you now. get i'm slowly get turning the jury <laughs> and eric is the last holdout Wait, is that the one with John no, Cusack? No, he's not agreeing. Is with that you. the one with John Cusack? No. That's runaway jury. Joe said, and I quote, <laughs> obviously it's it makes sense, but shut up. Like on paper. On paper. But like but, but like do you only get so so does It seems like you only get complimentary flavors. Like you can't throw a fruit loop in there. Yeah, you're Are all you? doing no, you, various so wheat cereals that have different shapes. You can you can throw a fruit loop in there like you have to you have to be smarter. There are some cereals I don't agree. Oh, you gotta agree. be smart. So a uh, Fruit Loops is a very opinionated cereal, right? Like you can't mix that uh, with certain what? things. Cut that! Cut that sound clip. Fruit Loops <laughs> is very opinionated. Like, uh, um, like I found like so. Here's a pretty example. You ever had Crave? You ever had Crave cereal with a K? never at a public school? Remind maybe? me forty six minutes and sixteen seconds. Yeah. Never. I've never Crave, had Crave. Crave is it's, it's uh, candy. With, yes. Yes. Exactly. Right. It's so chocolatey. It's, it's delicious, but like oh, a bowl of that shit. would be insane. You mix that with a base cereal, like like a Cheerios, Crispix, something that's got it tastes good. So but you're so, describing so you you're know, describing a class system of cereals. So you know this the the is it what was the guy is it Robert Kellogg? Yes, uh, who made who invented cornflakes, <laughs> right? And he was like the reason for inventing cornflakes. His, his boys are masturbating way too much. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, it's and a boner. So he invite he invented a cereal so bland. That it would kill your your appetite for self love, and what you have done is keep a kitchen full of various varieties of that cereal. No, no, no. Those are just a portion of it. You have sweet That's the ones temper- in there it's too. Ma- hey, it's canceling each Which, other. Honestly, but canceling. here's, yeah, but here's yeah, what I'm saying. Here's what I'm getting from this is that you're saying that a bowl full of crave. It's gonna make you bust. Yeah, that's t- well, Romy's. We we <laughs> all know gotta, that uh, you've got to manage your cereal. So we Romy has Romy. coding to do. He can't yeah. be thinking about sex. I, I hear the he, only way to keep you that can't code and check. celebrate yourself five times a day. <laughs> Look, I hear. I, <laughs> so he's got to occupy his time with coding and mixing bland cereal, and that's it. Do you and get? Guitar do lessons. you get? So I, I also just want to some context here. This is oh, well, one. This is not a bit. But two, it's like we know. This is my whole. <laughs> We're, we don't. We don't think it's I know. Bad. Why we? This is so like angry. how I've. Oh, this is like how. Put down the knife. This is how I and my family have always had zero. It's always been a mixing. So when I learned that after before this after the, you replaced that family. Yeah, after we replaced the family, um, <laughs> we had to get a much bigger cereal they drawer. Just go to the kitchen. There's all these different types of cereal. <laughs> what do we do with this? Start ripping out cabinets. Not enough room for cereal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the. Um, 
but the <laughs> so when I first learned that people. When I first learned that people would just have a bowl of like the same cereal, don't say and it like mix that's it with crazy. anything. I was like, "Are you kidding me? Like, you don't mix it at all? You just have one straight up flavor?" Like, well, dude, did you weird. ask that of an adult? <laughs> Romy's first sleepover must have yeah. been just a traumatic experience for the adults. Hey guys, yeah. um, thanks so much. Um, can you pass the cereal and then also the other four cereals? Thank you. <laughs> what do you mean, Mister? So you only have one type of cereal in the morning? What do you do for work? Are you sad all the time? <laughs> Romy, when's the last time you just had a bowl of cereal normal? Um I so I I I, I will sometimes. Like nowadays, but mostly it's like I wish I had more cereals, but just like I don't have a space. <laughs> um, That's amazing. How much of your day do you spend thinking about how many different cereals you wish you had? <laughs> One day, one day, one day, the code of place that you work is just gonna like somebody's gonna try and type something into the app, and it's just gonna be like, "Do you want cereal?" And it's just gonna like you're gonna look back through Romy's code, and there's just gonna be all these different like input cereal. <laughs> I usually try to have at least like you know if at least two, but like it's a sad day if it's only two cereals. The the other thing I will say um, to give the like one other reason why this was done in my house was because it was a way to give some sweet cereal and also be like but you gotta have some fiber cereal in there um and that's not necessarily a selling point but i will say like a cereal like cereal like if you want like grape nuts or something healthy you can't eat a fucking bowl of that it's impossible you mix it in with other cereals that are sweet don't even notice i can't imagine but the for me eating a bowl of anything not grape nuts and then finding a grape nut in it Ruins that entire bowl. Yeah, I'm not going to argue for grape nuts. I'm, I'm, I'm a support. What about that. Kashi Golin? Kashi Golin. Kashi Golin can, you know, they got some flavor. Kashi Golin's all right. That shit is like hard. It's I, almost like you can't fill a bowl with just Kashi Golin. You want some softer stuff, maybe a Crispix. No. Maybe. No, or just I would like never not do the first Kashi Golin. Yeah, yeah. Maybe some kicks. Best, no. cereal, best cereal there I've is. I've never bought kicks. No. Kicks Romy. are, they're a good, because you don't mix. If, if I didn't mix, why would you get kicks? Because your your bowl would be like it's all right, but it's not quite sweet enough. It's it's one note. It's one note. Like you wouldn't have a sandwich that's just bread. Would you eat a sandwich that's just bread? Would you eat a sandwich that's just bread? Concerningly well adjusted is the problem here. <laughs> um, you need you you, you got to get yourself a bowl of Reese's Puffs. Okay. Yeah. No. no. Nah. I'm not a Reese's Puffs. Not a Reese's Puffs? Okay. I, I, will say, I, will say, Crunch? I will say I don't love sweet cereal. Oh, but that you're not a sweet guy. But that, but then I, I am. I Joe, love cake. But here's what you might, here's what you might like. Because you might like a, some Reese's Puffs. Do you puffs? ever mix multiple cakes together? I mean... Do you ever be like, oh, this buttercream's too much. I will get say, some fucking cornbread I'll never, I'll never take the time to do that. But if, say, a baker were to have made, say, a multiple-tiered cake where one is chocolate, one's vanilla, that sort of thing, yeah, I'm not going to turn that down. But I'm also not spending my entire day fucking... Crank into it, Romy. You are descri- <laughs> you are describing a problem that was already recognized and solved by people at the post company. Okay, yeah. this is just uh, honey Do you bunches. Not of remember oats? the honey bunches of oats commercials that show all the factory workers? You're spitting in their faces. <laughs> Look, the thing about and I and I applaud the work of anybody uh, supporting cereal don't be, cereal don't, diversity. Don't patronize people. Uh, <laughs> Apply the work of anybody supporting cereal diversity, but we need to have uh, other bespoke mixes of cereals. And we sometimes there will be a good cereal mix, like the um, they have all the ones 
what's the honey bunch of oats but they have also the variations just like almond or, uh, the there's types. a bunch of like five flavors of oats. yeah yeah almond bunch of oats vanilla bunch of oats but like sometimes you have that and you're like I'd be like I don't like that ingredient but can I take it out no that would take all day Jake <laughs> I've got to. I've got to start. From- <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta. You gotta take the pieces. And yeah. You gotta build. You know. That's why you have Legos. You have the. You have the. But at a certain point, you're just back to fucking like plain granola. Which is a cereal, right? Well, that people don't eat regularly. <laughs> it's too fatty. Has such a high fat content. Mm-hmm. Does it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. What about Cliff Bars? Because I crush those up and put milk. <laughs> so I guess like <laughs> I mean anything can be a cereal. If you don't if you don't make cereal, what is the point of regular Cheerios? Would you ever just fill a bowl and milk with regular oh, Cheerios? Uh, I know you can give them to babies and they can't choke on it because it's got yeah milk. yeah. You and also it's you, all babies. You can cure heart disease. Yeah <laughs> yeah. If you stuff your dead, dying grandpa's sick heart with <laughs> like to It's me, the only king keeping the valves Grandpa, open. shut up and eat. <laughs> it's amazing. I, having, having had so many cereal boxes to like, I would uh, like, you just like put them, I'd like stack them up around my bowl like a little fort and then read them all simultaneously every morning. Yeah. I, I the the propaganda that they put on the oh, back of is extreme is insane. Mazes. Part of a heart healthy breakfast. Yeah, Cheers really like made their that their shit. They had did you remember they had like a heart shaped yep. like Cheerio to go things. Mm-hmm. Like first of all, don't need to take my Cheerios yeah, to yeah. go. Yeah, um, <laughs> yes. But also, it's just like it's it's just it's just meal. I've, I yeah. I I don't know what it is extruded. Yeah. It, it was a little before, but since I've gotten into just like sales, like my understanding or my awareness of like branding and marketing and just like the constant lies that you're being told by almost every sort of product that you take for granted on a daily basis is remarkable <laughs> and absolutely astounding. Yeah. And even like the things where it's not even a lie, it's just like we showed you Cheerios next to like a uh, uh, smiling family like 20 times and you even if you say in your head this is stupid this is like branding like your lizard brain is just making the association like Cheerios is home Cheerios is home yeah I mean My we f- all remember the, the ad of Cheerios with the grandma and the baby right yeah. and they're you, fighting this yeah. is me yeah no, I love shoving Cheerios down her gullet <laughs> I love the one where it was the you dad you replace me it was the dad and his <laughs> daughter comes down in the morning and she's like she's like what are you eating dad and he's like oh yeah you know I gotta start thinking oh, my health and he wasn't just like it's fucking Cheerios are you fucking blind okay like, dad I'm can so you quit f- smoking yeah no. no I'm gonna put my cigarettes through Cheerios <laughs> No, I eat Cheerios that have a heart on it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm salting my Cheerios. <laughs> the, the number of irrelevant. <laughs> Please, Dad. Mom's going to. Dad, we'll, stop. Mom won't come back unless you stop with the salt. <laughs> uh, the fucking. The, the, the things they would list on the ingredients, too, they're just like, we got so much riboflavin on this. Like, and you're like. Yeah, this is, this is important. She's fucking yeah. full of riboflavin. So much riboflavin. Um, All these the only the only health fact that cereal can really bring home it's fiber. It's yeah. fiber. It can, it's it fiber. Or the milk choke you on. It's that fiber. And I it's... love the, the the calcium claims because yeah, it's yeah. always like with a bowl of milk. 
Is your, yeah. is that almost well, that's nearly the, that's a half huge, your uh, calcium intake is taken care of with a cereal. That's a huge lie based on like there was a massive propaganda campaign that was just like, dude, we got so many fucking cows and we can't just keep dumping this milk away. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do something with it. And they were like, bring it to Congress, man. It's ridiculous how much it? milk people used to drink. Even how, I mean, how much milk people still drink, but how much milk people used to drink in like the early, like in the 20s and stuff. Like it was just like people would. It was 30% of people's food income. That's it, insane. Like, of all, everything they paid for food was milk. Well, it's literally... Well, it's like a... I mean... It's, it's, it's a... It's they a, had, like, a it's huge a class liquid that is meal. made to bring a 100-pound being into a 1,000-pound being within the span of a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, There's it's like the amount of energy that, it's, uh, that it uh, makes available is incredible. It's used in a lot of stuff. Yep. I like milk just because it... In history, it comes up so much. I think that's cool. Oh, yeah, like when uh, Julius Caesar said, milk, 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 milk. <laughs> yeah, right, right when they no, killed him. Yeah, it was right before they, no, it was when he was describing the uh, the Gallic Wars and how he was lying about how about how horribly he massacred those people. Milk, 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 Classic mouth Julius, 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 please, please, let's be serious for a minute. Yeah, he killed those people. Oh, man. Um... All right, uh, we got we got we got yeah, we leave. we got we got before we leave. Let's go around your favorite cereals and your stance on pasteurization. Hmm. Okay. Uh, puffins. Puffins. Yeah, I love puffins from okay. Trader Joe's. Right, then. Uh, and then um, pasteurization. I don't know what it does, um, and it hasn't killed me yet. There you go. Um, wait, you said puffins? Yeah. Which which one? Just plain? Yeah, the cinnamon ones. Well, that's not play. No, shut up. The okay. cinnamon ones. Okay, no. good. All right, good. Good. He, he gets sure. all varieties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mix all of them together at yeah. once, then I throw them in the trash. Oh, this and I tastes dive like head shit. First. Um, <laughs> who ruined my cereal? <laughs> who would do this? Um, uh, so my uh, my favorite cereal is, of course, an evolving mixture. Um, <laughs> It's the diversity. Um, it's the diversity of cereal. That's my favorite. Yeah. Um, What's your most used, you know, uh, filler? Base. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the term I think. Used. I think of incredibly. I think it's your bottom cereal. It's your bottom base cereal. <laughs> your bottom base cereal. Oh, dude, um, fucking um. <laughs> oh, I gotta think. About it. I tried to. Shouldn't even brought this up. <laughs> um. Who gets the most play, buddy? What's um, the most versatile? I think I think I think Crispix used to be a go-to. The fuck is Crispix? <laughs> it's one side. It's like it's like checks, but with like eight sides. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. And it, one side's like corn, one side's like wheat, and that was like a thing. But it's just like got a pleasant. It's good. It's good texture. It's a base, and it it doesn't upstage the other cereal. It you becomes mush it. almost immediately. But you gotta eat it fast. That's a downside. <laughs> Um, I mean, I, um, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I, I'm blanking on the name of the one that, like, it's the flat ones with the little holes in it that are that are like an octagon. Honeycomb? No, no, they're like. Is this also Crispix? <laughs> oh yeah, because that's what you described. <laughs> no, it's similar look, but it's flat. It's like, Crispix is like a little, like a little cagey shell thing. Um, yeah, I think what's a. I mean, in terms of decadent sweet cereals. Crave is so fucking good, man. Crave is another tier. Crave always reminds me of a European cereal. I can't yeah, explain yeah. why. Yeah. And it's, Crave reminds and it's me of a too much. And it's a little chocolate croissant. And it's the perfect argument. It's the perfect oh, combo. Crave. I'm thinking it's like of a peanut else. butter stuffed pretzel. That's yeah. Chocolate and 
corn. Flaky. Yeah. Um, but you know, pasteurization. Pasteurization. <laughs> I don't know if I've had unpasteurized milk. Uh, my, I feel like I feel like it's like ridiculous. I feel like you should just be able to have pasteurization if you want it, and like I probably won't make much of an effort. But like, I don't know. I'm allowed to like. What about eggs? You know, they pasteurize all these eggs, and then you got to refrigerate your eggs. Do they, I know they that. Pasteurize how do you, the pa- eggs how do you, you pasteurize an egg? Heat it up. Yeah. Oh, you know, eggs last forever. They can. No, I don't know. Isn't that because <laughs> they're like they, avocados? Isn't that because they wipe all the avocados? Certainly, the, the <laughs> like they clean the eggs or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't, I don't know uh, why they ruin eggs. Yeah, yeah. I just know we're the only people who refrigerate eggs. Yeah, yeah. I you feel like I feel like the thing about pasteurization, like my sense is just like it's it tastes better, it's healthier if it's unpasteurized. But like one out of every hundred people might get sick. So we were like, we don't want anybody to get sick so we'll make it just a little bit worse and i feel like that's fine but also like people seem to love pasteurized milk and the people who seem to love it seem like they suck but also i kind (laughs) of trust them yeah they've had both (laughs) eric as an adult uh honey bunch of oats perfect cereal yeah uh, as a child, peanut butter puffins. Ooh. Oh. I like peanut butter puffins a lot. Never had them. No, I, but Captain Crunch is also fucking phenomenal. It's just a little smaller than a puffin. Yeah. Which and, I appreciate. It hurts a lot more. It hurts a lot. It's more, more edges. Yeah. Uh, and then, so my cousins up in Maine live next to dairy farmers. So growing up when I went over to their house, they would just like drive next door and buy milk directly from them. Okay. Um, and obviously that wasn't pasteurized. It gets pasteurized at like hood plants or whatever. Whoever farmers sell their milk to pasteurizes it. They just deliver them raw milk. Urban plants. So I've had raw milk. That's what it's called, right? Yeah, yeah. Raw milk and pasteurized milk. Not a big difference. The only thing that really makes a difference is whole versus two or like yeah. skin. Yeah, I think that's by far the bigger difference. Yeah. Like I truly did not really notice a difference. We all two percent people between here? raw whole, milk, whole, 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 pasteurized. Whole. I can't even because whole is three percent. Yeah, I always assumed whole was a hundred as a kid. Right. They well, want you to think that. Well, yeah. yeah then it wouldn't just it would just be fat. I think it's. I thought it was t- like ten percent. Oh, this milk's so chunky. <laughs> It smells rubbery, man. What is this? 80% milk? I can burn this milk. <laughs> um, what about, I thought it was 10% or something, you know? It's three? I'm pretty sure it's 3%. That's wild. Yeah. Man, like... And I like it watery. It's so much Gross. tastier. You're wrong. It, like, the skim milk is undrinkable. Skim milk is water. Yeah. I agree. Um, okay, favorite... I, I'm going to have to uh, side with Eric here on favorite adult cereal. Honey Bunches Oats. They have a lot of variations. And they've got great variations. That are fun. Um, I think their variations are overrated, but... Why don't you fucking blow me, man? You're a psycho when it comes to cereals. (laughs) But favorite, like, uh, you know, just uh, candy cereal? Uh, Rice Krispies Treat cereal. What? So there was a cereal, came in a purple box, and it was rice, little chunks of Rice Krispie Treats. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. So you pour and pour milk over it. And, and the it milk didn't fun. fuck with it? No, the milk got all like marshmallow. It was like, it, it, they did it in this way that it wasn't like, the bits weren't like chewy. They were just like really crispy. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah. It what it perfect. does to yeah. the milk, like, 
I, I, I'm a big fan of that. Like, Cap'n Crunch is another one that, like, makes the milk delicious. Like, anything that, like, makes it so you just want to drink that fucking milk. Fruit yeah. Loops milk is fucking gross. I like Fruit Loops, but Fruit Loops milk is fucking gross. Do you guys remember those cereal bars that they used to sell that were the cereal that, like... They still got them. Do they? On the, like, on a layer of on milk. On a layer of... <laughs> and they'd say milk, but it was just sugar. It's just, <laughs> it's just white ice. What's yeah. it called? Yeah. Condensed milk was technically milk at a point. Oh, yeah. Wow. Hmm. And then you condense it more. Becomes that icing. Yeah, they, they squeeze it. They squeeze it and they squish those cows. Well, you can find us online at Conspiracy Loves You on Instagram or on Twitter on It's Conspiracy. Uh, you can email us at the meeting with conspiracy at gmail.com. We have a live show coming up on July 14th. Yeah. Uh, we'll get links up for that, that very soon. Right. I think that's right. Why? That can't be right. Why? No, it's probably it's right. Pr- I think it's I right. I think it's right. Thursday, July uh, July 14th. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, when you see those tickets, share and, uh, and buy, buy a ticket and come see us. Yeah. Um, if not, you know, keep listening to this and tell your friends about it. We'll see you next week. Bye. This is my birthday today. Nobody said happy birthday. Thanks, guys. Is it your birthday? <laughs> yeah, 30. Nice. <laughs> is it your All birthday? All right, bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>